Hello, welcome back to the Isn't That Wild podcast. I'm your host, Hunter. And I'm Cade. And this is episode three, Third Time's a Charm. Three's a party. In today's episode, we're going to be going over a lot of fun stuff, a lot of wild theories, and a little bit of research about random things we've thought about over the week. So uh, sit back and enjoy. It's going to be good. You know, uh, hopefully we haven't let you down yet. I'm, I know we haven't let you down yet. I know this is your favorite podcast by now. story for you so i'm leaving the i'm leaving my house for work in the morning right i get a call it's like tuesday i get a call from my phone random number normally i don't pick it up because it's spam and i'm like yeah whatever but i pick it up for whatever reason pick it up i'm like, hello that's all hello this is and i'll instantly i was like oh pff, i'm about <laughs> to hang up on this yeah. <laughs> like what is this spam called I'm on my thumbs on the way to the hang up button and I hear this is Sarah Central Credit Union and that's my bank. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't hang up. I'll hear it out. Like, Who's so this I, kid? Who's <laughs> this? So I start listening and it's all there has been activity uh, reported of cr- fraud on your debit card. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me, dude? <laughs> I was like, really? So I bought $800 worth of World of Warcraft stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I keep listening, and it's all, please enter your social... Uh, no, no, not your social security. <laughs> it's all, what's your mother's maiden name? <laughs> it's, all, it's all, please enter your zip code. And I was like, okay, this is probably you're a scam. Yeah, what's a zip code? <laughs> I'm all, this is a little scammy, yeah. but I'm going to do it anyways. So I enter my <laughs> zip code, <laughs> and it's all, thank you. Now... So I can't believe you fell for that loser. <laughs> but, and then it's all, uh, you have been, your card has been, activity, fraudulent activity has been reported on your card. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. And it's an automated call and it's all click one to be connected with a representative so we can handle this. Whatever it says, probably not handle it, something like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. So I click it. I'm waiting on hold for like 15 minutes. Dude, it literally sounds like the music sounds like somebody took their phone speaker from like an Android like four. <laughs> you like, just got my new Android. Check it out. Like the first, memes. like the first Android. Yeah. And played music off of that speaker into a ghetto microphone, like even oh, ghetto. So it's every single person in a COD lobby ever, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. and like the mic was worse than our mic. And it sounds like, sounds like it's all about a week ago, a week ago, <laughs> dude, it was terrible. It was the same. It was, it wasn't even like a good loop. It was like the same three notes over and oh, over yeah. again. So <laughs> uh-huh. for like 15 minutes, yeah. I was like, oh gosh, this is terrible. So whatever. You're just sitting there listening to it. For just the vibing, 15. Out, yeah. vibing out. Um, so my, that was my drive to work was literally so I finally get a hold of this lady or she's a hold of me picks up and she's like, hello, I'm a representative for Sierra central. I was like, Hey, how you doing? You know, she's like, how can I help you? I was like, well, you guys called me. So it's <laughs> not busy right now. Can I call you back? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, she, I was like, well, eventually I was like, well, uh, I got a call saying, my card has been like frauded or something like that or caught doing fraud, <laughs> fraudulent activity. Yeah. 
And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just run through some uh, previous purchases with you, some charges in your card, see if they, like, match up, see if that was you. Yeah. She's all, do you know what uh, netweb.com is? I was all, uh, no. Haven't heard of it. And she's all, okay, okay. She's all, um. Kids these days. <laughs> she's all, <laughs> uh, did you, like, buy any uh, truck parts in, uh, or vehicle parts in Jamestown? I was all, uh, no and then uh she's all like <laughs> she's all okay well there was a charge there uh at ten thirty one in the morning and i was like well looked at my watch i was like well it's eight thirty one, or it's eight o'clock mm-hmm. right now so that wasn't even in that time zone yeah uh i was like where's jamestown she's all uh, louisiana and i was all <laughs> oh yeah no i was not in louisiana buying yeah. truck part and uh she's like okay well somebody tried to charge your card or she's still well, there there was a charge there i was like yeah it wasn't me she's like okay okay and i was like oh great there's some freaking yeah, you gotta, gumbo eating greased up you gotta, stop, you gotta stop ordering on those like uh this fraudulent jersey websites yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> well, that's what I was saying, Hunter, yeah, before you really interrupted me. <laughs> uh, some <laughs> gumbo-eating, alligator-wrestling, greased-up... Private jet flying. Cousin kisser, <laughs> Louisiana redneck, yeah. was trying to buy some truck parts with my card. Don't know how he got it, but he got it. So then my bank turned off my debit card, just mm-hmm. completely froze it, couldn't use it at all. And uh, I made a large purchase uh, the day before uh, with cash. So I had no cash left. Oh, dang. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, I was moneyless for like four days because you're, I couldn't you're in the go. Streets. To, I was in the streets. <laughs> I couldn't go to uh, the bank to withdraw money uh, with the ATM. Uh-huh. Or we using, I mean, I. Pff, I could have gone to the bank and withdrawn money yeah. from my bank account, uh-huh. but uh, I couldn't go to the ATM and take money out that way. Yeah. So I couldn't buy anything and I couldn't take any money out <laughs> without going into the bank. And uh, I went into, I was like, ah, oh, whatever. Like, I'll figure this out. I went the next day. I went in to go to the bank to get my new card because the ladies all, well, we can send you a card or you can come into one of our locations and we'll just print you a new one. And if we send you one, it'll take you like five, seven days. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I'll just go in and get one then. She's like, okay, great. And then we hung up. And uh, uh, after work that day, I went down to go get a new card. Walk in. I was like, yeah, you know, explaining the story and whatnot. And I was like, yeah, I need to get a new card. And she's like, oh, okay, well, uh, our card printer, our machine's actually broken right now. And I was like, <laughs> what is this, McDonald's? <laughs> yeah, I was about like, to say, like, the ice cream machine. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, what are you talking about? So they you just freaking... baited you into going in there. Yeah, they literally yeah. called me, told me to go in. I went in, told me it was broken. <laughs> <laughs> they took my name and number and said they'd call me back. And... uh now they'd let me know. They'd let me know <laughs> yeah. when their machine's not down. I was like, "You're a bank, what dude." Is this Xbox Live servers? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, what is this? Yeah. Oh man. That's just your your rant for the week. Yeah. yeah. So then I had to go. Well, psh, no, it's not over. <laughs> so then I had. It gets worse. <laughs> so then I went back. Like they call me a few days. Few days later, go back. Um, 
get my card printed out. And then, so that was my first ever debit card I got when I was like 16. Mm -hmm. It's been with me everywhere I went. Yeah. Okay. It was so worn down, you barely could read it. <laughs> you know, I'm just spending money like yeah. that. No, I'm just kidding. That was a joke. <laughs> it was like Braille. You had to feel it out every yeah, time. Yeah, no, but it was it was worn. That sucker had yeah. seen some things, uh -huh. okay? And I'm a very sentimental person, mm -hmm. okay? Like, everything <laughs> has sentimental value to me. Yeah. So the lady at the bank, she's like, okay, I'll just keep this and shred it for you. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> Tear rolling down your face. I'm like, dude, I'm like, this is so sad. I didn't know I was up to say goodbye. Put in your Instagram bio. I'm all 2016, 2021. Rip Debbie. Rip Debbie. But yeah, and then it got it just it hit me driving home. I was like, man, I've been everywhere with that card. Bought so many yeah. things. I can see it, yeah. My debit card has uh, my, a picture of my dog on it, so yeah. Yeah, I dude. Yeah. Your dog getting shredded. <laughs> Think of that. Yeah. <laughs> Tossed away, dude. I'm getting sad thinking about it right now. My card has been Long shredded, gone. been shredded. Like, I'm sad now because it's done so much for me. We've been so many places yeah. together, so and, many purchases, and now it's just in the a giant mass grave full of, of other, other cards. Yeah, with, with probably dirty cards. Yeah. All, buying, all debit cards go to heaven. That's what they say. At least mine. <laughs> But man, it was well sad. But yeah. now I'm on to new and better things with this debit card. Yeah. Did, it's did you put a picture on it? Do you customize it all or no? Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, speaking of all debit cards go to heaven. <laughs> whose debit card do you think wouldn't go to heaven? Heaven. Heaven. <laughs> heaven. <laughs> on three, do you want to say it? Yeah. One, two, three, Garrett. Garrett story of the week. So for our Garrett story of the week, I have a good one this week. It, uh, okay, so our Garrett story of the week brings us back to about like 2016, our sophomore year of high school. Uh, me, Cade, and Garrett all were on the golf team. There's about maybe seven wait, people. Wait, 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 wait. Can I, can I guess what your story is going to be? Yeah. Is it going to be about his golf ball getting thrown? No. <laughs> maybe future episode. Okay, future Close episode. Relation, future episode. Yeah. So the, oh, wait, wait, wait. I know what it is. I'm not even going to say it. Does it involve coffee? No. Oh. Oh, even one. Okay. No, that's a future one, too. There's lots of good Garrett golf stories. But anyways, this is our, uh, this is our first year in golf. And... Uh, we, me and Garrett, I'm gonna be honest, we were the worst people on the team. We were just absolutely horrible. But you know, we've never played golf before, so what do you expect? And uh, it was our first tournament. It was called a Scrabble tournament. Scramble. Scramble. Scrabble. <laughs> Scrabble. <laughs> it's a Scrabble. You guys are on the Scrabble team? Yeah, yeah, we're on the Scrabble team. It's a Scramble tournament. And uh, yeah, so Scramble tournaments, you have a partner and you basically. Uh, do you want me to explain it? You play together. In short terms, you know, <laughs> does it not really relevant to the story? But anyways, <laughs> me and Garrett are partners. It's like a modified form of golf. Like yeah, yeah. it's it's more uh, team oriented, yeah, more friendly to beginners. Yeah, it's uh, easier. Yeah. So uh, me and Garrett are in a team together because we're the worst players and <laughs> we screw off the most. So obviously, we're gonna have a great time together playing. <laughs> and we're playing at this pretty easy course relatively to other courses. And uh, we're really nervous because we never played before. We think everyone there is going to be super good. So we roll up to the first tee, and there's this, uh, these two kids. They're both, like, freshmen, I think. So they're, like, 14 or 15. And uh, one, honestly, I can't remember his name, but the other one's name was Gibby. 
and Gibby. this is where the legend of Gibby starts. And we go, hey, what's up? I can't remember his real name. We're just going to call him Gibby. Uh, Brandon. Brandon Durkis. Oh, see, it's full <laughs> government out there. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, he's like, yeah, I'm Brandon Durkis. And our heads be there. And they're like, okay, this is Gibby, not Brandon. Okay, and, not to drag the kid, yeah. but his last name's Durkis. Durkis, yeah. Like, He's gonna be Gibby clowned. or Durkis? What are you? What are you gonna take? I thought, okay, I thought his name. I thought his government name was Gibby <laughs> until Gibby was my Durkis. last year of golf. Yeah, until senior year for like three years, I thought this kid's name was Gibby. Yeah, but yeah. So we're all, what's, what's up, up, Gibby? Uh, Brandon, and uh, we're like, oh, how long have you been playing golf for? He's all five years. I'm pretty good. <laughs> and we're like, oh crap, dude, this guy's gonna smoke us. <laughs> and his friend's been playing for a few years. So, anyways, Gibby goes up to the first tee. Gibby barely hits the ball. It goes about 10 feet straight up in the air, and it lands behind him <laughs> on the first tee. After just bragging about he's been playing for five years. It's basically like if you could imagine how your mom would play golf for the first time. The worst possible way you could start off your match right there. Yeah. And uh, me and Garrett turn to each other and just start bursting out laughing. A friend was kidding me five seconds ago. The ultimate disrespect straight to his face. And... Uh, yeah, so that's Gibby. We play the whole entire match. Gibby has extreme anger issues. Extreme. And not to be rude. Yeah. Like not to not to drag the kid uh-huh. or nothing. Like truly no hate against him. Yeah. But just he's a, a, a fun loving guy. Yeah, no, but just to paint the picture of who he is, just so you can picture it. He's about five seven. Mm-hmm. Probably two forty. Two eighty. Yeah. I you know what? Now I'd give him two eighty. He yeah. had some Christmas ham uh-huh. calves. Like Straight up, yeah. Like he's packing a punch. He was packing, yeah, punch. Yeah, yeah. he, yeah. He had a uh, hair down to his shoulders, and his natural hair color, I think, was brown, but he dyed it. He dyed it black. black. Yeah, yeah. And then his roots grew out, so you could see you the could brown. Yeah. Like in the, it yeah. was just yeah. So that was. A I'm Gibby. sure he's a good kid. But. Yeah, that was a Gibby. Whenever he did that, he'd freak out, cuss. <laughs> Which is very uh, not golf etiquette. No. You know? Yeah. Frowned and, upon. Yeah. Very frowned upon. And he, Especially if you're bad. If you're good, you can pretty much do whatever yeah. you want. But if you're bad, you're it just... Yeah. Especially just, when you're a freshman, you're bottom of the team, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're bottom of the leaderboard. Yeah. So he had these anger issues and he'd get mad and he needed to play music out loud to even do good <laughs> in his tournaments, which is very against like, <laughs> etiquette. Severely, you're not even allowed to have yeah. a phone but, while you're playing. But we're so bad that we don't care if he's playing music. We're having a good time, you know? And uh, so <laughs> that's, our, the ride. that's our sophomore year. We fast forward to, uh, I think it's our junior year and Garrett isn't on the team at this point. So it's not really a Garrett story anymore. It's a, kind of a Gibby story. <laughs> and we're at this uh, course called Gold Hills. In Redding, California. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty difficult course. We're there early. And uh, we're playing all day. Me and Kate are there. A few of our other buddies are there. And we're, me and Kate are hanging out after finishing our uh, round. And we see Gibby on the back of a golf cart catching a ride. Hanging off the back. And they start going up a hill towards the clubhouse. And the cart starts to tip on back a little bit. The wheels start picking up a little bit. And that's because Gibby's on the back. And he's holding it down back there. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, well, okay. Not to be that guy, Hunter, but I was actually on the course. Oh, you're on. The I course. was on hole eighteen. Oh, okay. I was watching. Yeah, yeah, you were watching. I don't know who you're talking to, but it wasn't me. Oh, okay. But I was on hole eighteen. I don't mean to. I don't mean to. Oh you no, know, go correct yeah. you there. 
but we are a podcast of integrity yeah. here. <laughs> so, uh, I'm on hole 18. Gibby, our friend, you know, it, it's a real our acquaintance, our, <laughs> our, our colleague, yeah. our, uh, it, this course is a really long, long course. Super. It sucks to walk like it'll, and it's so hilly. It's called gold Hills and the elevation change between each hole is just up and down. Hi, it's you're basically hiking. You're not even playing golf. It sucks. But so with that said, and knowing that coaches would sometimes give kids rides from hole to hole, Gibby uh, needed a ride basically across the map, across across the border, across board, the course, yeah. across the, course. the border. <laughs> and um, so in the seat in front of him, there's a kid or golf carts. You only put two in a golf cart yeah. in these golf carts. And uh, so both seats are taken. The guy's like, ah, whatever, you know, the coach, whatever, I assume, just hop on the back. Yeah. Wasn't there, so can't say what he not, said. Not knowing him for the world of hurt that he was about to come into. Yeah, the, the, little did he know. <laughs> that was a big mistake. A grave mistake. <laughs> um, so he tells Gibby, you know, hop on the back. Gibby has got his claws in he's the back. He's got a sausage finger he's got wrapped his, around that. He's got his cart. mitts locked <laughs> on to the, to the golf cart, the roof of the golf cart, and he's standing on the back bumper yeah and keep in mind the uh grade of the, <laughs> the steepness steep this is a very steep grade of a hill on the cart path and the cart's going up and going up and going up and it gets to not even joking probably like close to 40 degrees and uh the front wheels start doing a little bumping <laughs> action, got a little hydraulic a little action, jumping going up. up and down, yeah. and then finally they get to. I think they hit a pothole or something like that, and this sucker, no <laughs> joke, tips all the way back to where the bumper is on the ground, and Gibby's about twenty four inches away from smacking his head on the <laughs> asphalt, and then you know he's not the smallest person, so his mitts give out. <laughs> And they slip off the roof and he smacks the <laughs> asphalt. And then as this golf cart's two wheels are in the air, it slams <laughs> down and goes boom, yeah. boom, boom, and <laughs> drives off. Literally drives off. The dude leaves them for like <laughs> like 20 yards. Less than the dust. Gibby smacks on the hill, gets a little roll down, recovers, gets up, looks around. Yeah. Nobody saw it. He lost a few walking. HP on that hit. Yeah, yeah, he was dudes down bad. He went, he went back, back to the, the clubhouse and had some 7-Eleven pizza to regain some strength. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. Not well known, but Gibby was known by his teammates for eating 7-Eleven pizza every day oh, before school. Really? And make fun of him for how he had marinara on his face all day. Oh, that's a little Gibby tidbit yeah, I didn't yeah, know of. Yeah. I wasn't in Gibby Dropping circle. Dimes. I wasn't in Gibby circle <laughs> yeah, like you. Like <laughs> so I wasn't. I didn't. I yeah. didn't know him too well. Yeah, at that I, same tournament, I'm I'm done. I played okay. I probably shot like a one ten or something. Gibby comes up to me. He's all, "What do you shoot?" I'm all one ten. He's all, "Okay, I'm good." I was like, "What's that mean, bro?" I remember one time we were at uh, a course in Corning, and uh, he came up to me one time after after the round. He's all, "What'd you shoot?" I was all eighty two. He's all eighty two. He's all, "What? You shot an eighty <laughs> two? I was like, "What are you?" T- who are you? I don't even know your name, Gibby. What do you mean I shot an 82? I'm like top three player in the league. 
I'm top I'm top two and I ain't two. Like what are you talking about? You shot an eighty two. Go back. Go sit down, Gibby. Hey, he's all about the self confidence, you know. Yeah, yeah, maybe he didn't mean it like that, but he said it in a very uh, yeah. uh, in a way which yeah. it fueled my fire that season. I'll tell you that much. Fun fact: Gibby played with us sophomore year and then junior year. He actually got expelled from the school for trying to stab a kid with a knife. He pulled a knife. Pulled a knife out. And then he returned eventually senior year back to his former glory. He got uh, reinstated to the league. <laughs> <laughs> the commissioner let him back. Yeah. The, the balance of the league is back in place. Yeah, the, literally the balance, yeah. the scales. <laughs> um, anyways, I've got another Gibby story. We were at Gold Hills again, yeah, huh? a different year. Uh, he's golfing with another group. I'm not I'm not with that group. Mm-hmm. They're on a different hole. But I'm teeing off and he's teeing off and I'm waiting uh for a player in my group to hit. Uh and he's hitting at the same time. So and it's Gibby. He draws a lot of attention. So I'm paying attention to what uh Gibby's doing. And uh he gets to the top of his backswing all the way up. Some kid sneezes. sneezes in his backswing and he goes what and worst ball he is probably even worse than the one that went backwards the first time well maybe not but it was bad and i'm sure i mean yeah top three it probably was nothing new like i guarantee you he would (laughs) have hit that same shot if the kid didn't sneeze but he just thinks oh i got somebody to blame my terrible hit on so he turns (laughs) to the kid i'm not even joking you hits him in the head with his golf club Smacks him over the head with his golf club. I'm like, what did I just watch, dude? I literally just watched an attempted murder. <laughs> like, hey, this is high school <laughs> golf, bro. Hey, and now it's just Gibby. You just gotta accept him for who he was, you know? Yeah, this bowling ball. <laughs> this Brandon Durkis. This fella. turkey, turkey time. Turkey Durkis. Turkey Dirk. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of this other tournament we had. There's this one kid. He was pretty special. He, he, uh. He was not good at all, and somehow he ended up in my group. It was me and our buddy oh, Stanley. Oh, somehow? This yeah, kid yeah. is not good was, at another, all and somehow another, ends up in your group? It was another scramble tournament. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> me and Stanley, our buddy Stanley, were in a group together, and this kid was as bad. He just did not care, you could tell. And one, one uh, hole, he did pretty bad. We're all, he was like, acting like he broke his club. We're all, dude, break it right now. You won't. And he takes this, like, three-wood. It's like $200 three-wood. He's all... You don't think I'll break it? We're all, nope. He takes it and just snaps it over his knee like Bo Jackson. And then he just didn't have a club after that. And then, like, the next, like, uh, hole, he putted with the broken end of his three-wood. Wow. And his coach just looked at him with the ultimate, like, upsetness, the ultimate... Uh, I would say, like... He had no respect Disappointment. For it, disappointment, yeah. yeah. He, was, he, he wasn't he, upset. He, he wasn't just, upset because he, he didn't have much to expect from yeah. him. This kid was taking, he was, he was lipping some chewing tobacco. He's called him small, he's called him small animals. Taking chaws. He called him hogs, so he called him small animals. He would ask us if he wanted to take a small I still animal. don't really get that. But Me neither, but this kid was just on a whole other realm, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What a guy. He's from Red Bluff, so explains a lot. Yeah. yeah. Those Red Bluff dudes. Yeah, they're built different. Well, they're built. Uh, maybe not. I mean. Different, yeah. They're. Gibby's built different. Gilby's built. Gilby's built. <laughs> He's built. He's like a brick he, he was, house. He was built, not bought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Some good golf stories in there. We got plenty more. Dude, I miss golf I so much. We could just talk about golf stories for days. There's I could. Golf was literally my favorite thing in high yeah. school. I looked forward to it so yeah. much. Uh, well, you ever heard about uh, psychedelic mushrooms? <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> well, yeah. turns out there is uh, psychedelic mushrooms that produce uh, psilocybin. What's which psilocybin? Is, well, <laughs> it's, it's the uh, chemical that basically grows in a mushroom uh-huh. and the, the psilocybin is what makes it psychedelic. Oh, okay. And, um, there's doing studies with these psychedelic mushrooms that, um, are regrowing neurons. They're producing, uh, neuro, they, uh, promote neuroplasticity, hmm. which is, uh, basically like when you learn something or when you hear something or you memorize like somebody's name or you like hear a song or you learn like math or history or anything that you like put in file away into your brain, Retain. you're growing neurons, uh-huh. growing pathways in your brain. And for people who have like Alzheimer's or uh, CTE, or uh, other brain damage, mm-hmm. uh, dementia, stuff like that. These uh, neuroplasticity growing or producing, promoting mushrooms are helping people. Well, they're in studies, so they're trying yeah. to figure out ways to do this, but they're making progress um, with MMA fighters. Oh. So... Hmm. Um, they are taking like retired UFC fighters mm-hmm. and get like microdosing uh psychedelic mushrooms, which is beyond me. Uh <laughs> <laughs> pretty uh Joe Rogan type yeah, stuff. Yeah. Silicon Valley. Yeah. yeah. Psilocybin Valley. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> thank you. But um that's pretty neat that yeah. you can uh hopefully eventually one day they'll Make it not so barbaric where you just eat a mushroom and just trip go out for the water, trip go balls. For the ride, yeah. yeah, but that gives I think that should give us hope that someday soon, hopefully, we'll cure or at least reduce the amount of uh brain related illnesses, I think, which is insane. Yeah. I, think I think mushrooms, mushrooms are like a really big key to like solving a lot of like health problems, like. Mushrooms, mushrooms are like, like nature's like garbage can, basically. Like you know, when there's like an oil spill on the ocean, they fill like a metal thing of mushrooms and it absorbs all the oil. Really? It helps it clean up. Like anything that's do like toxins, it cleans up. And I think it's just like I think there's a deeper level to it. Like we are just start starting to now figure out, you know, like you said, could be yeah. to figure out these types of illnesses and maybe has like a certain aspect to it that could help fix a lot of stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, mushrooms are, like, incredibly complex. Like, you look at them, and you're like, oh, it's just a stupid mushroom. <laughs> like, Not me, maybe you. In the dirt. Oh. In the dirt. <laughs> They're near and dear to my heart. <laughs> oh, you're a shroom, yeah, yeah. shroomer? Yeah. But, no, shroomer. I mean, they're pretty cool. Like, they're, uh, 
they're like nature's decomposers. Yeah. Like without mushrooms, there would be so much like yeah. dead rotting things everywhere. Because that's where they grow on like uh-huh. dead roots and dead. I, I, wonder, I wonder if that's, that's why they're potentially like harmful to us because they're full of the toxins that they absorb mm-hmm. from the earth. Maybe that's, that's why they're bad at eat. Some of them? Maybe. I, I don't know. That's just coming off the top well, of my head. Well, some of them are really good to eat. Yeah, yeah. Like your, uh, I love your portobello mushroom, yeah, yeah. your lion's mane yeah. mushrooms. Some good mushrooms on a steak. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, lion's mane is supposed to uh, improve cognitive function. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. So, like, your two plus two, like, how quick you can do that type 22. of stuff. Yeah. Twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> um, or, like, uh, people, like, outdoorsy type people uh, hunt for mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Like, there's the... Uh, uh, shoot, it's called like hen of the hen of the forest or something like that, mm-hmm. and it's like a a really good supposable supposedly it's a super tasty mushroom, and then there's uh lion's mane and come uh, on man, uh, <laughs> <laughs> come on man, <laughs> and then um there's uh morel morel is like Mr. Morelli, yeah, yeah. no <laughs> morel is like the mushroom to find if you're like out scavenging for it. and it's not like none yeah. of these are like trippy yeah, like just, psychedelic mushrooms they're just like ones. well i mean they're all edible oh yeah anything's edible, edible if you're like anything's your edible if you think about it <laughs> <laughs> anything's eatable if you think about it mm. maybe not edible i can think of a few things that aren't eatable mm, really yeah like what Hmm. That's something that's, that's like, like hard to even like diet like even take a little piece off to eat you know oh maybe like metal or something yeah but if you try hard enough, like if you grind it down. Oh, if you, oh, true. I'm that saying is, that's if you try hard like, enough, yeah, yeah, like if you put enough I effort. About using I was just thinking about like biting it. Just, just like a caveman just gnawing yeah. on it. Yeah, like your dog. You gonna eat my dog? No, like you're a dog. Oh, 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 I thought you said like your <laughs> you dog. You said eat your dog? <laughs> no, I see. That's what you <laughs> Interesting choice of words there. <laughs> don't cancel me. <laughs> Um, for those of you that don't know, uh, Hunter's half Japanese, (laughs) so we'll let you put two and two together, but, um, if you think about it, anything that you do, anything that you put enough effort into, you can figure out, you can do. Yeah. Truly anything you do, everything. Uh Like building rockets. Yeah. Like if I wanted to, if I had the, the cognitive function to Mm -hmm. do that, if I put enough time and effort into it i'm not saying it would be easy i'm mm-hmm. not saying i figured out and like i think it's more determination de- determination over like your actual like intellectual yeah capability no i you know this is actually uh it's i'm glad you brought that up because i don't think that we're necessarily born stupid or born smart mm-hmm. i think um it depends on your surroundings yeah, yeah. and how you adapted to them growing up. Mm-hmm. So like kind of an uh, example of this, I guess is like, you know how in every movie or every, you know how there's just a big stereotype for like how Southerners like deep self, Deep Southerners are just stupid people, stupid rednecks. I actually have a uh, reasoning for why that's. A I I do too. Oh, is it okay? I'll hey, let you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah I do yeah, too. Yeah. Well, oh, I think we saw the same video on this. Well, yeah. You ever heard of a little thing called a hookworm? Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, <laughs> was it in the same like Joe Rogan video we saw? Or something? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's this parasite called a hookworm, 
and it lives in uh like animal feces like cow mm-hmm. horse pig whatever mm-hmm. just it lives in you know chinchilla. dirty areas yeah. i don't know about chinchilla <laughs> but maybe um and in the south like in the deep south uh a lot of those areas people would run around without shoes or kids would run around without shoes and how you contract this parasite is by stepping on it because it enters through the soles of your feet. Mm. Don't ask me why, <laughs> but it does. And um, these parasites, ki- kids, adults, whoever would go outside shoeless, step on this, and then not know, you know, this is a pretty, like, early 1900s, late 1800s, people would uh, step on these and contract this parasite. And what this parasite does to you is it decreases cognitive function it makes your posture slouch and it makes you lethargic <laughs> did you just mouth garrett no, it wasn't me. <laughs> oh must have been the wind yeah, yeah. Must have been a little bird in the room yeah <laughs> well anyways it basically makes you a stupid lazy <laughs> Terrible postured person. <laughs> and um I I think we going? know somebody like that. I think I think I might know somebody like for him. I don't know Garrett grew up in the South. <laughs> um, Garrett, if you uh, listen to this right now, we love you. Yeah, oh no, we love yeah. Garrett. That see, that's the thing with Garrett. Yeah. He could take, take it really well. He can okay. <laughs> I love Garrett so much. Like this, that's me and his relationship. I have the most unique friendship with him because no other friend do I just constantly only communicate with insults with. I think that's how it is with all of us versus Garrett pretty much. Dude, like that's the thing with Garrett though is like, I know he doesn't mean it and he knows I don't mean it. So like we can talk like that. Cause like that type of relationship only works when you don't have beef beef Uh with somebody because like you know if somebody else said something stupid to me insulted me somehow Uh i I might dwell on that i mean like what the (laughs) what are you talking about look at you you freaking ogre yeah you know what i mean Uh like i might get a little defensive and our relationship with garrett's goes it goes both ways ways, you know right it seems like it's one way these weird ones talking but (laughs) garrett gives it right back to us yeah no and that's what i'm saying is like and he gives it back to me and i don't get upset and i give it back to him and he doesn't get upset so like that's our that's our love language is insults (laughs) (laughs) live laugh love (laughs) live laugh insult yeah (laughs) but yeah so hookworm (laughs) hookworm is a Basically, oh, oh, and 40% of the population was infected with hookworm. So, if you think about it, that's like pretty close to darn near half yeah. the population. Yeah, 40% is close to 50. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're thinking about stereotyping half the population and calling them dumb, lazy, stupid, lethargic people with bad posture yeah. and sunken jaws and sunken eyeballs like pete davidson eyeballs <laughs> like dude what do you think they're gonna look there you're gonna think that's a dumb person yeah. and then if everybody in the south looks like that or half of them you're gonna be like those freaking southerners look like <laughs> yeah cows they're dumb people <laughs> lazy yeah so that's how the dumb southerner mm-hmm. stereotype was perpetuated yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
yeah, I think it, it really does have to do with your environment. I think for like the most part, we all have the same capabilities at the start and like what values your parents teach you and stuff like mm-hmm. really determines. Like for example, like me growing up, my grandpa owned a grocery store. So I was, I was always there helping him count money. So through like my environment, through that environment, I got like really good at math. And up until like a few years ago, math was just like so easy to me, probably because of that from the early start. Because think about it, if you aren't taught math early on, it seems like a pretty hard subject to like conceptualize at first, you know? Yeah. So if it's frustrating, you're not going to want to learn it as well. And that might just stunt your whole entire math capabilities throughout your life from the start, you know, versus like, in my case, I had experience with it so it was easy and i like doing it you know right yeah Yeah, like um it's not like learning something isn't uh linear you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it isn't you learn something this year and then you learn something next grade and the next it's exponential like you build on and you make big leaps here and there and you may learn something that's less complex first and then you learn something that's a lot more complex and then your brain kind of fills in the blanks in between, you know, it's not like you're stepping upstairs, right? It's, it's a, it's a fluid curve or exponential graph growth. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think, and if you don't start that early, Mm -hmm. you're kind of behind, behind the curve there. You're kind of starting behind the A ball. Yeah. But you got to think about it too. Like, think about it. Think about Albert Einstein. He didn't speak until he's what, nine, right? (laughs) That's news to me. You didn't know it? Yeah. He didn't speak until he's nine, but look at how like successful he was in the end. So I guess. Maybe he just didn't have time to talk. He was just studying math the whole time. He's grinding the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. But I think for the most, it does have to do with your environment a lot. But yeah. And like, certain people are going to have more more of a will than others to strive ahead. But I think for the most part, it's like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And um, I think certain people can learn other things better than others. But I think that if you put the same amount of effort into learning that the next guy does, I think. And okay, let's say two twins are born together Mm -hmm. and they learn the same thing hear the same thing, have the same parents, go to the same schools and put in. And this is only if each of them put in the exact amount, same effort, which there's no way to measure that. Yeah. But let's say they do like the same amount of like coherentness mm-hmm. when they're learning. I think they would be really close to the same level. Yeah. Say you separate those twins and one goes to a different family and one stays with this family and they have, almost completely different lives Mm -hmm. but you put them in the same learning environment i think you'd have drastically different results yeah yeah totally like uh what was i gonna say i had a (laughs) a thought about something Hmm, it's escaping me right now that's bummer yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was something about albert einstein and his like environment oh well it was I have a thought. Oh, about yeah, it was about how you know how some people are book smart and some people are street smart. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, in our culture, like book smart is like valued more. You know, would you agree? I think that's relative. I don't know if I, that when you think of someone like oh that person has an high IQ, you think of book smart first. You know, 
Well, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But I know so many, like, air quotations, book smart people yeah. that are just dumb. Which is what I was, was, was going to talk about, about is, like, well, I, it's, yeah. it's, it's hard, hard to measure how, how smart some people is. Like, you might say, oh, that person's really smart. But while they're book smart, their street smarts aren't that much. But someone on the opposite end of the spectrum, they might be great at, like, working on cars and everything. But they might not be the best at math. And that's what they put their time into. So I think it just depends on where you focus your area of, like, uh, where you, what you want to learn also, you know? Right. Yeah. And that comes with just, like, conditioning from your environment. Yeah. Your you know hobbies I mean? and your interests growing up. Yeah. yeah. And, like, what you put value on in your life. Mm-hmm. And another thing with, like, the... This is a different topic, but... So Albert Einstein, you know, created E equals MC squared, whatever mm-hmm. like that. What is that theory? That's, is that the speed of light? Energy equals mass times, uh, or wait, yeah, energy equals mass times charge squared. I'm, I'm learning in physics right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what is that? Uh, I don't know. I haven't, really, I haven't got to that part yet, but I know all those variables from physics. Oh, uh, okay. Because right we don't know them. But okay. It's like the theory of... Is it the theory of relativity? He, that's, that's something, something he did, did but I don't know if that's theory of relativity mm. exactly. But mm. like that. Okay, yeah. well, that's my point, is those are just theories. Yeah. Technically, none of that's, like, yeah. set in stone well, real. All, all of science, science is basically a theory. Right. Yeah. right. Like, gravity, we say we know what gravity is, and, like, we it's taught to us, like, gravity is this thing, and we know what it is, and it's written down, it's in the book, and it's a fact, but we don't know jack about what it is. Well, we know what gravity it is. We, know we don't know how it works at all. Well, we kind of, we know how we experience it, but like when you assign... We think we know how it works. When we assign like values to it, like, oh, gravity is 9.81 meters per second square. Like, how do we think of that, you know? It's all kind of arbitrary, you know? Yeah, but like, yeah. we li- like we really don't know. These are just, mm-hmm. these are just well-informed guesses, mm-hmm. these theories. Well, it's kind of like anything could go for that way of thinking, you know, like, how do we know that's really pink and that isn't? Everything is like that. Well, yeah, no, it. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. like, uh, I it just like it blew my mind the other day. I was thinking and I was like, we don't know. Yeah, anything. What we think yeah. we know, like literally yeah. nothing uh-huh. that is set in stone is like there is no concrete fact, like theory in science. Mm-hmm. Like it's all literally theories. So. Like, I think people get caught up and... Well, there's laws and there's theories. Yeah, but even the laws. Yeah. Like, it's just because we say that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, like... I granted, think laws are more set in stone. Like, they're more well well yeah. versed, you know? Like, like Newton's laws, you know? Like, force equals mass times acceleration. Stuff like that, you know? Yeah. That's more, like well-known and like we know more for sure but theories like you're saying are more just but even of, the laws like yeah. the the well the laws come from theories it turns <laughs> into a law yeah. so i think it depends on like maybe acceptance of it is what turns into a law well yeah. it's just because it it becomes a law because we accept it to, yeah. like we we let it mm-hmm. be a law and it's it's um it's a law of over things that we've created ourselves mm-hmm. so like 
that's what baffles me. Like organs, like okay, skipping a <laughs> skipping a skipping a skipping a beat here. The ducks? No, no. organ. <laughs> I know. Like a like a donor, yeah. like an organ donor. I'm an organ donor. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've got some good organs. Anyways, <laughs> come and harvest them. <laughs> come and get them. Come and try. Yeah. Come and take it. Um, but like we. Do we really know how, like we know, we think we know how the heart works and we measure it and we have mm-hmm. all this science around it and we teach it and we do surgery mm-hmm. on the heart and we, but like, we don't know anything. Well, I well, think, think we, we know, know how, how it works because we can fix it. Well, but we think we know how it works. Well, it wouldn't be fixed if we didn't know how it worked. No, know? there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, like you can try to understand something. Like, I, would, I, would, I would, I would agree with you. Maybe like a hundred years ago, we don't know how it works really. Cause it's, but now there's like artificial hearts and there's like so much technology that you could replicate one exactly and see exactly how it works. Or even you could have a heart of like a pig and like have it pumping blood. And you could see it and see what it's doing, you know? Yeah, I no, think it's a very, very recent thing where we know for sure, you know. Right, but if we knew exactly how it worked, uh-huh. and if we knew exactly what it was and how everything and like what it was made out of and mm-hmm. how it was like designed and everything, mm-hmm. wouldn't we just be able to buy hearts off the shelf that were made in a lab? Yeah, yeah. I think I we know, know for a large, large part, part what most of it. Like, like there's, there's still little, little stuff, stuff, you know, yeah, like. like if we could, if we knew exactly how it was, we could create a perfect heart. But there's things like aging that we don't understand yet. So. That's what I'm saying. We yeah. don't know. Like, we think we know. Like, oh, that's our heart. It's yeah. there. Boom. I know it. Is. But like, we don't know. We don't really know what causes or like why heart disease is a thing. Like, or plaque. Like, we know plaque buildup is from like sure, like fats mm-hmm. or eating things. Yeah. That are not healthy for you and everything. Mm-hmm. But why do some people get heart disease and some people don't. And some people eat like crap yeah. and they are perfectly like their body functions just uh-huh. fine. Or if somebody like probably has to do with genetics, genetics, I would say. Well, yeah, but yeah. Then, then that's another thing. Like yeah. we really don't well, everything know. Everything's so intricate and connected. connected that's, that's hard, hard to fully, fully understand anything really. You know? yeah. yeah. So like everything is just speculation yeah. and like theory. Uh-huh. Well, I think like, we know like, like some, some, like the, like the heart, heart. I think we know. The majority, the majority of how it works. I really, I think we're like so far. I don't think we ever will well, know what it is. I don't, I don't know. know. Exactly. We've progressed, progressed so, so much in like the last hundred, like a hundred years, years ago. Like, like we didn't even know what germs, germs were. Like think about that. Yeah. No, I get like, that. That's crazy to think about. You know. No, I know, yeah. but like, and that's that's my point too. Yeah. Like, I guarantee you, a hundred years from now, there's gonna be people looking back at us and be like, "Look at those idiots! Yeah. Like they drank from plastic water bottles. <laughs> like what? Yeah." Don't they know that don't, you, don't that takes know fifteen cancer, years off the life? Holders <laughs> don't they know that if you cross your legs, then you'll get liver cancer <laughs> when you're forty-five? Like, oh, how yeah. do they not know that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I I really don't fully think that we'll ever understand one hundred percent how everything works. And that's, that's why, why the best time, time to ever be alive is always tomorrow, because <laughs> we're always discovering and understanding the world as we know it better day by day you know mm-hmm. which brings me to our next topic if you couldn't live in like today's era what era would you want to live in man that's tough i've put a lot of thought into that before and i'll give you my real answer right now and then for the sake of the conversation i'll give you my theoretical answer yeah, i'll do the same 
But my real answer would be right now. Well, if you couldn't live. I know, I know. Oh, but like, if, if I if, well, if I could pick my whatever you have time to, you period have to live pick in. Anyone but I know, I know, I know. I'm give, I okay, told okay. you I was going to give you okay, my okay. theoretical answer later. Okay. But no, I would pick right now. Number one, because this, dude, we are so lucky to live in America. Yeah. Like, we're so lucky to live in a place in a time where we can argue over what gender a plastic potato is <laughs> when there's literally people in concentration camps right now. Yeah. Like, there's people in concentration camps in China for being a Christian or being a Muslim. And most, most people, people here don't even know. They don't thing. care. They yeah. don't know. They have no clue. Yeah. Like, if you're really about injustice and equality and rights for, like, a basic human necessity, why the heck do you care about a Dr. Seuss book yeah. written in 1920? And why do you care about a plastic potato, what gender it is, when there's literally thousands, millions of people dying in concentration camps? There are more slaves right now in, in the world than there ever has been before. Really? There's millions of slaves right now. Population is more, but still, that's crazy. Th but still, yeah. either way. I mean, you're, it's a factual you're correct. You're correct, too. Yeah, yeah. we're correct. <laughs> but, like... You wouldn't even know about it. People are so caught up about, like, people are so caught up with their own lives and their own bubble mm -hmm. that they don't even realize how good they have it in America. Yeah. Like, it, it just, and especially social media, like, perpetuates this is because you can get your in your own little bubble and you can see what you want to see and you can like totally immerse yourself in your own world mm -hmm. basically and not even have a care for anything else or it like social media honestly like distorts reality yeah, yeah it's, it's catered, catered towards, towards you yeah. like mm -hmm. what you want to hear is going to be on there what you don't want to hear usually isn't going to be on there for the and part. like like the the big tech companies are like they've developed algorithms that feed you what you want like literally what you want to see before you even know mm -hmm. what you want for to you see. Page. Yeah. TikTok. For you page. Yeah. yeah. There you go. It literally just puts things in front of your face to just keep you there so that you spend more time on the app. So they make more money off of you. Yeah. Like I watched a, a video, a documentary on Netflix about social media. I forget what it's, I forget the name exactly, but it's like, you can find it if you look it oh, up. I think I've heard of that before. Yeah. yeah. And, um, there like your phone literally it tracks what you click on how long you click on it for like mm -hmm. how long you're looking at it if you zoom in if you zoom out mm -hmm. and uh what times a day you look at things and like where you're where you are when mm -hmm. you look at things like your location your GPS and stuff and it literally creates this like model you mm -hmm. in an algorithm and feeds that you that algorithm what you want to see what it thinks you want to see based yeah. off of your previous choices mm -hmm. so like that's why when you're like oh i should you know i really want to i'm i want to buy some new nike socks mm -hmm. 
And then the first thing you do, you go on Instagram and it's an ad for Nike uh-huh. socks. And you're like, what the? I didn't even say that to anybody. Yeah. How does it like what? Uh, I, think I think that, that happened. happened. I, think I think that's, that's overblown a little bit. I think what happens No, that's is, true. Like that's literal facts. I don't, I don't know. That, that, I, I, I know, I know that, that happens. happens. That's, that's never happened to me. me. What, what does, does happen, happen to me is like if I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy this T-shirt and I look it up. And then a few days later, I see the ad for T-shirts like that. I understand that because you searched it. But... That hasn't really happened to me ever where I talk about something and then right away it's on something, you know? Mm, that's happened to me so many times. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not doubting. No, 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 that was no, my no, dad a lot. He talks about it too. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But like that is like the honest truth is they're literally building a mini you on their algorithm yeah. and feeding it things to like perpetuate how to get you to stay on their app longer so they make more money and make build more data from you yeah and uh because it's all a big like you are the product to big tech companies that's why like all these social medias and stuff are free Mm -hmm. it's not free like it's literally taking your information and selling it to companies and so Yeah. yeah and like google all these different places um like you aren't the consumer and you aren't you like social media isn't the product mm-hmm. like you're, you're the, product. the product and the big tech companies are the consumer yeah. and you're paying with your like intellectual property mm-hmm. basically like how you act how you live what you like what you listen to what you look at it's all goes mm-hmm. into one yeah it goes into the cloud the cloud <laughs> <laughs> and that's nuts dude yeah. Yeah, I yeah, totally, I totally agree. agree. But, but uh, get us back on track a little bit. What what era would you oh, hypothetically? Shoot. Oh, we're in. back on that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, um, uh, see, I wouldn't have a lot of eras I could live in because I had a heart surgery when I was oh. like three. Well, I just, I just mean, mean like, like say, say that isn't a problem. Just say. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, just say, say you, you right, right now. now. Me right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, transported there. You have to live. Okay. So I'm not born there and I don't grow up there. Actually, say you're born there, there. but you don't have like any life threatening problems. (laughs) No, no health problems that are going to restrict you. Yeah. Okay. Because if I was born like 10 years earlier, I'd probably be dead. Yeah. (laughs) But like, um, okay. Anyways. (laughs) No. Okay. So, uh, hmm. I could go if you still want to think on it. Okay, if you have it, yeah. yeah. Well, well, obviously, obviously there's, like, two ways to think about this. You you, you want to pick an era that you could obviously, like, survive in, but, like, so my realistic answer is probably, like, the... I think, like, the 19... Oh, 1950s would be cool. Because you miss World War II. And you miss the Great Depression. And you miss the Great Depression. And then, well... You might have to be in Vietnam more, but say I just, yeah, that would suck. Say I leave when I turn the age I am right now, when I'm 20, I just get out of there. Then you probably go oh, right like you'd be a draft dodger. Yeah, I just draft yeah. dodge back to our reality right now. Like you'd go to like Canada or yeah, something. Or oh, you'd be that guy. Yeah. You call me <laughs> loser. Yeah, so that would that would be easier era to live in. But a cool my cool answer would be probably like hmm. Probably, Probably like, like the, the 1800s or something, you know, like, like right, right, right when, when like the gold rush was happening, mm. like exploring like the great wild west, you know? Oh, you get 
brutalized by know, a Native American. Imagine how cool that would be, though. That would be cool. To, like, explore, like, the unknown, you know? Yeah, to be, like, the first person to see something. See all those bison and see the California grizzly. Oh, yeah. Stuff like that, you know? Oh, yeah. No, that would be rad. I would like to go, definitely, I think, uh, I would like to be in my prime in the 50s, mm-hmm. like, growing up. And, um, uh, like, I think it would it would it would be cool to not be born in the fifties, but to like, like, experience your life in the fifties to be like twenty or something, be like twenty one when the fifties start. Yeah. Or like in the middle of fifties, be like twenty. So whatever. See, so, because I think that would feel like a a nice fun time if you're a white guy. <laughs> yeah. Or like. If I also, if I hmm, had to pick another time, it'd be whenever Teddy Roosevelt was the president. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Because we were popping off then. That was uh-huh. a cool time. That would be, that would cool. be cool. Yeah. yeah. I, always I always think, think about, about like, like, the reason I picked my era is because I always think about like how it would be to like live right when people came to like our area, like Chico, you know, like mm. California. Mm-hmm. Like just like when John Bidwell was here with the great open like plains and like mm. the antelope and the grizzly. Just like, just imagine looking up on like the preserve over there and like seeing grizzlies and stuff. How crazy would that be, you know? Yeah, that'd be super crazy. That'd be really cool. Yeah. See a grizzly eat a homeless person. <laughs> Running through downtown. Yeah. No, no, but that'd be cool. Yeah. Or you could go even way back to like Caveman times where there's like woolly mammoths and stuff. That'd be horrible to live. I would not want to live, dude. You know how hard of a life that would be. I'm just thinking about. I'm mainly. I'm just thinking about like the wildlife. How cool (laughs) you like see different stuff. Yeah, no, that would be rad. If you were like an invincible bubble, you know, invincible, invincible bubble. Yeah, like one of those from Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those those got crashed. Um, you're levitating like, like you had a time machine air. and you could just observe yeah okay you didn't have to live you yeah, didn't have yeah. to, you didn't have to survive yeah you didn't have to scrap around <laughs> in the streets yeah. yeah no i think that would be super rad yeah the inner wildlife biologist in you yeah yeah you know oh, dude i can't put that down yeah i like i think about doing anything else uh-huh. and then, like i try hard yeah. to like move away from it but like, whenever I start a new venture mm-hmm. of career yeah, or like new major, new yeah. major, or like think about not, I'm not starting like six majors every <laughs> year. But like, whenever I think about starting like going down a new path or whatever, uh-huh. I'm literally always drawn back yeah. to wildlife biology. So it's such a cool like thought, you know? Dude, like I I can't get away it. from it. Yeah. yeah, I love learning about all of. Nature. Same. I could. I could. I just, I just like, like. I'll just play, play videos. videos. Like last, last night, night, I was studying and I was watching, watching an hour-long documentary on the Everglades and like. Dude, all that's the animals so and interesting. Yeah, just stuff like that. You know. Dude, the Everglades yeah. are wild. Yeah. Dude, all those uh, exotics, invasive Snakes, species. Yeah. The pythons oh my gosh. are ruining everything. The python eating everything, uh-huh. eating all the rabbits. Mm-hmm. Raccoons. Uh, deer. Raccoons. Dude, yeah, they're eating raccoons, rabbits, skunks. Mm-hmm. Which you think? Oh shoot, that's a good thing. You know. We could use yeah. a few but they're all less trash there. pandas yeah. and skunks. Yeah, that's the thing. It affects the whole, whole ch- food chain, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It affects the whole ecosystem. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't think it. Like, you, the average person wouldn't think if there's, let's say, a snake that was never meant to be in this area gets brought 
to this. Let's just say we have a uh, uh, a snow globe of sorts, mm-hmm. and it uh, it's like a big snow globe, and we can observe it, observe what happens and what goes on in it. Mm-hmm. And we have twenty rabbits, and we have two raccoons and two skunks and, and one lenny. a bear <laughs> and one lenny, one concrete yeah. fifty pound <laughs> lawn gnome, yeah. uh, and you have wild grass, you have a pond with bluegill in it and you have frogs Mm -hmm. and you have a couple trees. Well, you put one snake into there and he eats five rabbits. Mm -hmm. Well, the grass begins to grow more because there's no rabbits to eat the grass. Mm -hmm. So the vegetation becomes thicker. Mm -hmm. So then Everything underneath the grass, the grass grows taller. Everything underneath the grass dies. Mm -hmm. The snake has an easier time because the grass grows and he can hunt better. Mm -hmm. He eats more rabbits. Mm -hmm. He eats a raccoon or two. The raccoon doesn't eat (laughs) the fish. Yeah, Yeah. the raccoon doesn't eat the fish, doesn't eat the crawdads, doesn't eat the frogs. Mm -hmm. The frogs explode. Mm -hmm. The frogs eat all the insects. Mm -hmm. Then no insects are there then the then the snake eats the frog then the snake eats the frog and then pretty soon the whole ecosystem is out of whack uh-huh. the snake eats all the rabbits mm-hmm. there's no more rabbits for the snake to eat the snake starves and dies there's no more fish for the raccoon to eat mm-hmm. the raccoon starves and dies yeah. there's no more little microorganisms mm-hmm. for the, the for the yeah. fish and the crustaceans oh. the crawdads to eat so they all die yeah. everything dies yeah. except for the tree and the grass and, lenny. and then yeah and lenny because he's concrete he eats a snake. Mm. Yeah. yeah yeah that's a thought yeah. and then um uh so basically everything is a balance in the ecosystem yeah. Yeah. and if one thing gets thrown off it's like if you have a wobbly tire, you know what I mean? Like you're driving down the street, one of your tires gets a little wobbly, all of a sudden, wobble, 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 <laughs> that sucker's yeah. doing the the right, left, two away. stomps <laughs> down the road, yeah. and the wheels fall off. Especially, Especially when there's no like, like natural predators there for the snake. Yeah. Right, that's the thing. Like, there's nobody to keep the snake in check. This reminds, reminds me exactly, exactly of uh, the cane toad in Australia. Oh, yeah. 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 I love the cane yeah, toad. Yeah, we learned about this in school, and basically the cane toad just exploded in population and it overtook like all of Australia. Like they're a huge, like people will be driving their vans and they'll swerve back and forth on the road to hit every single cane toad they see just to kill them because there's so many of them. And like, yeah, just screwed up their whole ecosystem and it's an invasive species, you know? Yeah. Um, the cane toad, fun fact about them, people would, uh, dry out their skin. Like they'd kill them, dry out their skin and then uh, they have these pus pockets on their back, mm. and they would excrete those pus pockets, and then excrete. they would they would dry that pus out on oh. a piece of paper, and then they would roll that paper up, and they would smoke oh. that cane toad smoking toads pus, and it would be hallucinogenic. Oh, so they would trip balls uh-huh. off a of cane toad pus. <laughs> maybe so. You're telling me maybe it isn't a bad thing. There's a million cane. No, it's there. a terrible thing. <laughs> Which well, well, speaking, speaking of like, like other countries like Australia, another, another question, question I had, had for us was kind, kind of, of on a similar it. note. If you couldn't live in 
the United States of America, what country would you live in? Australia or New Zealand? Yeah, yeah I was... I was Right away, right I thought Canada, Canada, but I think Canada's kind of cheating because it's basically United States. 2. Yeah, it's like bit. it's like a it's like a socialist United States. Yeah, yeah, I would, yeah, say, I would say yeah, Australia yeah. would be cool. Uh, England. England. I'm trying to think of other countries, kind of like, like that. that. Um, Maybe um, Japan could be cool. I think yeah, there's a Japan little, could be cool. little bit, bit of difference in culture, but I think after you got used to it, it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. See, the thing with Japan is I would just feel so out of place yeah. because of like the cultural barrier uh-huh. and like you just wouldn't, I don't know. It'd be so hard to adapt. I think like Italy or Spain could be yeah, cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, Greece. That'd be a cool one. Yeah. Like, have you seen those pictures of what, like, when people go on vacation in Greece, like the water, like how clear it is and like how beautiful, like, the yeah, it does look really beautiful. I don't know if I'd want to go to Greece, though. Yeah. You know, Greece is weird. Greece is like, like, for example, if you are, uh, like arrested for like pedophilia. Mm -hmm. It's like a misdemeanor, and you're like oh, not even really? arrested. Uh-huh. Like you get away with like uh-huh. they like encourage weird things uh-huh. like that. Weird. Not maybe not encourage. That's a bad. Yeah. That's a bad. Not that's a harsh. hot take. Yeah. But like, they're super lax on like slap on the wrist. Yeah. yeah. It's and like uh, that's a whole cultural difference too. I think anywhere in Europe, I don't know how well I do. The UK, I don't think it would be that bad. Maybe yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty, pretty close. Yeah. yeah. But I think Australia would be super cool. Yeah. <laughs> like Australians are just—they just seem cool. Yeah, they're just, <laughs> they're just doing their, their own, own thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Living on down under, <laughs> chocolate down under, down under. Some shrimps on the Barbie. <laughs> Rise up lights. <laughs> <laughs> Shrimp on a <the> Barbie. <laughs> well, I have, I have a whole. We're just gonna keep on going with the random hypothetical questions. Hit me, hit me. Yeah. So the next, the next one, one is uh, actually. actually I'll hit our temple, one of our temple topics of the week. Mm. Uh, the Florida Man Headline oh, yeah. of the Week. Okay, this is what people are waiting yeah. for. So this, so this one, one, I don't know I don't if it tops last week's one or not, because last, last, last week's one was pretty good. Mm. But so this week's is Florida Man wasn't drinking while driving, only at stop signs. <laughs> He's, got He's got a point. He's got a point. He ain't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't drinking while driving. He was stopped when he was doing it. Technically, yeah. he wasn't drinking while he was driving. Uh-huh. He could have been drunk driving, yeah. but he wasn't drinking yeah, and yeah. driving. You just got to think of the, the terminology for the charge. Right. Yeah. I think it's driving while under the influence. Uh-huh. So, so I he's think still he's a still guy. a dumb person. Yeah. But props to him mm-hmm. for thinking of yeah. outside the box. Yeah. You know, it, it amazes me how far somebody will go to be dumb. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like how much effort they put in to get around the system or like do something that is so idiotic, like mm-hmm. drinking and driving. Like, yeah, you'll outsmart the system, I th- but I think they're, they think they're the tougher than the system. They're like, Oh, I could cheat it. You know? Yeah. It's like people who don't wear sunscreen. They're tougher than the sun. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. not tougher than the sun. <laughs> they're not tougher than the sun. <laughs> I've been known to do that a time or yeah, two. Yeah, me too. Mm. Learned it the hard way. I'm a good tanner though. Mm, a tan well. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, about me, not you. So. <laughs> you no, you don't. No. What are you talking about? <laughs> Stop I the can cap. See you right now. Stop the cap. <laughs> you Casper. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was our Florida man headline of the week. So, uh, our, yeah. our hypothetical question is 
Oh, oh, speaking of the Everglades and the anacondas, yeah. Uh, how much money would it take for you to get swallowed alive by an anaconda and have to cut your way out? In this scenario, you you make it out. Like I'm not gonna die. You're not gonna die, dude. I would. Do but you. It for, but it, it might take a while. It might be some real trauma that happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I know I'm not gonna die, mm-hmm. and I know I'm not gonna come actually, out with let's any. Let's say. Let's say it's fifty-fifty. You die or not? Oh, 50-50, You die yeah. or not? Oh, that changes the yeah. equation let's, because. Let's make it a little interesting. Okay, so if I don't die, uh-huh. I'd do it for like not much, uh-huh. like pretty cheap. But I would try to drive the price up as much oh, as I yeah. could. But like. Honestly, if you gave me like five grand uh-huh. and I knew it wasn't gonna oh, die, yeah. I'd do it Same. instantly. Yeah. But uh, if I was gonna die, we're like, I think I, maybe uh, say, say like seventy five percent. Seventy five percent. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's still like yeah. if you put four cookies on a plate and one of them kills you instantly, yeah, are I'm you not, gonna I'm take a bite it. of the no. cookie? No, I'm not taking uh, a bite of the cookie. But uh shoot that's like big money i want like pat mahomes money if i'm for doing me, if, if, if there's a one four chance i'm dying i want jeff bezos money oh yeah, yeah that's smarter than me <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point yeah. i don't know why i didn't think <laughs> of that because <laughs> that's worth it i feel like it, mm, well it's not, not worth it, it. depends on how old die. oh yeah i really don't think i wouldn't like, do it at all for any i amount. wouldn't do it if you told me if you told me like with those rich people uh-huh I guarantee you, if you ask them if they would trade away their money to be younger, they would do it. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, I think time is the only thing you can't buy. I think we're not that far off from uh, having the technology for, like, there's going to be that controversial, like, wealth, like, class type of warfare where the wealthy people might be able to live, like, who knows, 100 more years than a poor person. It's going to cut some real, like, Tension between mm. the different classes of people. Scrapyard. Yeah. You have to live it out. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can see that. But like I don't think uh I really I know it's easy to say when there's no money slapped yeah. down on the table, but honestly, I don't think any amount of money is worth taking time off of my life. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like yeah, money life. is money. Yeah. And you can be an insanely rich person and be an insanely sad person yeah. at the same time. Uh-huh. Like, that's like the whole, would you rather be rich and sad or poor and happy? I think it depends on your current situation. Like, if I was down bad and I had nothing going, then maybe. But... <laughs> then give me some money and I'll figure it out, too. <laughs> Wait, in my current situation? No, I would never do that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Even if you told me, if you said, I'll give you $2 million if I could take two years off your life, I wouldn't do it. Oh, yeah, no. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Because who knows how long you're going to live, you know? Right. Yeah. Price, Which is priceless years. But those, you got to live out them sunset years, boy. <laughs> you got to move to Florida? Yeah, I got to be, right be, be on that Right next to Disney World? Yeah, Disneyland. You got to change your last name to Davis? <laughs> <laughs> that's a jab. Yeah, that's an inside joke. Uh, yeah. So. Hmm. Oh, dude. I've been wanting to talk about this for a long time, actually. Did you know? Oh, my goodness, dude. This flows so good with what we were talking about. So, like, we don't... Science really doesn't know Jack, okay? Mm -hmm. We think we know a lot. Yeah. Right? But in the grand scheme of things... All theories. All theories. Mm -hmm. We don't know. Like, there's so much in the world that if you heard it, 
you'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, that doesn't even make yeah. sense. Like, all the stuff that we know, mm-hmm. again, no air quotations. You just accept it because someone... You just accept it because somebody that you think yeah. smarter than you says it, uh-huh. and you're like, well, I'm not going to disagree with that guy. Yeah, and right. everybody else, if 99 people go 2 plus 2 is 4, uh-huh. and you're like, I don't know, maybe we should put a little more thought yeah. into that. It's like it's when you're in your class, class and they're all... Raise your hand if you think this is correct, and everyone raises it except for you, and you're like, and you, you, slip your that, you slip that sucker up there, yeah. y'all. You look around a little bit, you look, do a little side eye, you know? You're sweating like a gypsy with a mortgage, you're all, should I put my hand up? Oh, boy, they're looking at me. Oh, boy. You slip that sucker up there? Yeah. 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 Anyways, it's a herd mentality, yeah. okay? We're greatly influenced by that. Mm-hmm. But, um... So there's so many things out there that we don't know that if you knew about the things that we didn't know, you'd be like, that's bull crap. Yeah, no what are you talking about? Yeah. Exhibit A. Freshwater eels from all over the world, North America, South America, <laughs> Canada, <laughs> Europe, Australia, India. Name a place through there. Name, literally, name a freshwater, name a continent. Well, except maybe like Antarctica and Antarctica and like place like that name a, a continent where people live where there's like name, biomass name a continent except for the biggest one <laughs> name any continent right yeah. that's a logical continent that would have a freshwater eel on it yeah we don't know how they reproduce mm-hmm. we've never seen a, a birth of an eel even in captivity Never only, seen a birth of an eel. Freshwater eels, not freshwater. Okay. Well, same thing. Oh, any eel? Yeah, oh, any okay. eel. Freshwater, but so the fresh where any eel, mm-hmm. but where the freshwater comes in, and it just is mind blowing, mm-hmm. is every single freshwater eel, no matter where they are in the world, mm-hmm. migrates to the Bermuda Triangle. No way. To yes, the Bermuda Triangle to spawn through waterways and whatnot. Like any freshwater eel that has access to the ocean. Uh-huh. Goes to the Bermuda Triangle, spawns for a month, goes back to where they ever they came from, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden, these eels just pop out of nowhere, <laughs> like so, no joke. So the, so the eels, eels are, are like, like landlocked, landlocked in a, in a lake. lake; they can't do that. So they're just doing a lake, right? right? Okay. But the ones, yeah, they, they grow legs and they walk out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the they ones that them over the <laughs> they they all I link can curl to, an orange about a thousand feet. <laughs> they all link. And link up and create a slingshot to the yeah. ocean. It's no. like those fish tubes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For the fish letters. Yeah, no, but like uh, they and eels have five uh, life uh, stages. Mm-hmm. So they start off as a, a silverfish, is what they call it, and it's like a little gray oh, eel I didn't know thing. Eels came from this. Yeah, and uh, then they they grow into another stage, which is like a it's like a kind of like a, a frog polywog uh-huh. type of deal. You know how yeah. you know starts as an egg, goes to a yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, tadpole, tadpole, and then like morphs, has the diff stages. They grow legs, whatnot, yeah, gr- yeah. shrink their tail, whatever. Yeah. Same deal, except we don't know how they're born. Like, uh, Socrates, mm-hmm. okay, he thought that eels rubbed against rocks and the shavings <laughs> off of the eel's body uh-huh. turned into more eels. I could, I could see it being some type of weird, like, mitosis, like, thing, where they, like, the cells split. And yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, but I, I could see a very easy way to figure this out. Oh. You get a freshwater eel, you get two of them, right? Right, and you put them in a jar, and you watch yeah, them, you and you try to make them. Yeah, we don't know. They, they, they literally still nothing. That. They still don't know. Eels just pop out of nowhere. They pop out of the tank. Did were eels 
were like baby eels in the tank after they did that? Or did they just not breed? No, no, no. They took two. Uh-huh. And this is facts. So you can look it up. They took one male, one female eel, mm-hmm. put them in a tank, put the camera on them, waited for them to do the nasty, <laughs> but they never did it. And then baby eels pop, like just grew out of the water. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's got to be something with the cells, I feel like. Right. Yeah. So what they're what some of them are saying, what some people think, mm-hmm. again, we've never seen it happen, so we don't know. Yeah. But what some people, some scientists think is that eels, uh, like, just mass fertilize. Like, it just, mm-hmm. they uh, excrete. Like a seahorse. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Except seahorses mate. Yeah. But, and then this, and then the, the, in a seahorse, they mate, and then the female transfers to the, male. the, the, the babies yeah. into the male's like pouch, pouch, pouch. and then he bursts them, uh-huh. which is weird. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, we don't know. Oh, oh okay. So the theory mm-hmm. is that uh, they both uh, release their juices. <laughs> And uh, then they get fertilized in the in the water. Yeah. yeah. But then why the freak do you got to go to the Bermuda Triangle to do that? Maybe they're aliens, yeah. like the alien octopus from last episode. Dude, yeah. yeah. Uh, organism forty six B. If anything's gonna be an alien, an a- eels probably an alien. Eels are pretty dang close. Yeah. Eels are disgusting. They are. I hate eels. Yeah. And if you're wondering, and if you're trying to poke holes in that that Theory, story yeah. if you're wondering why freshwater eels can survive in the salt water it's because they're one of the only species to uh their organs mm-hmm. shrink okay so if, if a freshwater fish goes into salt water their organs swell up with salt oh, and explode they become like inflamed or something yeah, yeah. they they literally explode uh-huh. so um an eel they don't have organs. No, yeah. <laughs> no they, their organs shrink when they go into salt water uh-huh. because they know somehow their body knows to stop doing that, or to, uh, to uh, stop producing salt. I wonder if it's because like millions of years ago, they were like a both type of water animal. Maybe they're adapted to become that way, maybe. Who knows? But their organs stop producing sodium or like their their body mm-hmm. stops producing sodium because they know they're getting so much sodium. Yeah. So it turns off all the production and uh they get their they absorb it from the ocean mm-hmm. and then they survive just fine and then they cross back into freshwater mm-hmm. just fine as well. Kind of like a salmon. Yes. Yeah. But in a different weird. way. Yeah. yeah. Salmon of- die after they come back yeah. out. Well, that is, isn't that wild? Isn't that wild? Isn't that wild? Yeah. Huh. That's, we that's don't know crazy. where eels come from or how they're bred. Mm-hmm. We just know that they're freaking weird. They're just here. They're just they're here. here for the ride. <laughs> they're here for the ride. <laughs> well, that was, that was pretty interesting. I never knew that before. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, so while, while we were, we were brainstorming, brainstorming for this podcast earlier, <laughs> for some reason, I just thought of... What would happen to me and Cade if we were just given all the equipment, but no guide, tour guides or advice at all? Do we just had to figure on our own? What would happen if we tried to hike Mount Everest? Just me and him. So we're just going to talk about random stuff that might happen if we're going to... Well, 
I mean, the pride in me likes to think that if I had all the gear mm-hmm. and had all the food and whatnot, mm-hmm. that I could do it. Yeah. But if I'm being realistic with myself, no, I'd oh, die. Yeah. I mean, I think mm, I'd like to give myself. I f- I feel like I'm a I'm a decent mountaineer, mm-hmm. but that's a whole different. That's not even the same animal. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to think I would survive. Uh, up until a certain you, elevation, you yeah. cross that elevation yeah. where you uh like have to control your breathing, mm-hmm. and uh, if you don't like control every aspect of your mind and yeah. your your breathing and your steps uh-huh. and like if you really don't focus on that, I think I would probably die there. I think after like, like a few days, we're just screwed. Yeah, personally. yeah. yeah. Because if it's a straight up like endurance, I think we could do it. But as soon as it starts coming to like the other factors, like you talked about, where you actually need to know stuff, yeah, we're pretty much screwed at that point. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that like? Have you ever heard about how those people who die on that die Everest, up there and they leave them there? They leave them there because it's too much energy to take them back. Like they would die. Yeah. They say if someone in your group dies up there, don't help them because if you help them, you're gonna die too. Yeah. Like there's this guy called uh, Green Boots, mm-hmm. and. Uh, He's got green boots on. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, people pass him on the way up Uh hiking because uh, he's like part of the trail. Yeah. Because you can't can't send a helicopter up to get him because it's too high. The helicopter can't fly up there. Why do you think a helicopter can't fly up? The elevation. It's too thin. Too thin of air. Yeah, Yeah. the air, air, uh, it can't, the air's too, the air's not dense enough for the propellers Mm -hmm. to push Air through and down. Could a plane? A plane could fly that high. Planes fly that high, right? Yeah, like thirty thousand feet. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Planes are different, man. That's <laughs> a different, different animal. That's a different. Maybe animal. You have to do like the. Well, some planes, not like every. Yeah. You can't take your average every day. Maybe you have to do like the cabin and like pressurization and like keeping it like. Well, that doesn't. Ha- that wouldn't have to do with the flying at all. It's just the yeah. the like the jet engines. Yeah. Like the old planes couldn't do that, but yeah. like military planes and like uh-huh. certain jets and stuff can fly that high. Uh-huh. But anyways, yeah, he died up there. So, and nobody can take him down cause they don't have the, mm-hmm. they don't have the facilities for that big man. <laughs> so they leave Pull him up out, there boy. and he's like, he's part of the, like the hike, mm-hmm. like they call him green boots. Like, Oh, if you pass green boots, You're it's like really frick, there. dude, you don't even know his name. Yeah. That's, that's really wild to think about. Like, you know, like when they find those, like, uh, like Neanderthal type of people, like yeah, up in the mountains from like ten thousand years ago, they're perfectly pre- not perfectly preserved, but really mm-hmm. preserved. He's gonna be like that ten thousand years from now up there. Or he would have been if they didn't find him. Well, I mean, they're gonna leave him there, so he'll still be preserved. Oh well, sometimes they take like DNA and stuff. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah. Well, say you're some random person, they don't. Oh, find okay. There. So you're not a scientist. Yeah. There's like imagine like say our civilization is lost in the next like ten thousand years. Uh. And like twenty thousand years from now, the next <laughs> green boots. The next civilization goes up there and they find they're like, holy crap! There's like two hundred people just preserved up here. Look at this guy's green boots on. Oh, what the heck is yeah. this? Yo, what color is this? <laughs> Oh, it's like a green a, boots? It's like yellow boots? <laughs> <laughs> There's black boots and red boots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, that's wild. Yeah. Hmm. I'd like to think I would do better than yeah. that. But I mean, I think if you gave me like a year to train, I could do it. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's being pretty. Yeah, uh, that one guy, have you seen that one guy? 
Uh, he like he just, just one day he's like, I'm gonna uh, climb the ten tallest mountains in the world, and he had no experience at all. And then within three years, he did all of them with no experience before that at all. Well, there you go. Like if you put your mind to it, you could do it. Well, like you get experience while you do it. Yeah, you know what I mean, so like but the first did, one must be. Scary. Yeah, that must yeah. suck. You probably don't start with Everest. That's where your. Oh no, one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the Donkey Kong of <laughs> You're trying to find mountains. Princess Peach up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. But I think if you gave me like a year to focus on like climbing and technique uh-huh. and breathing and whatnot and hiking up elevations and stuff, uh-huh. and if I like moved to Denver and just hiked <laughs> all day long in the Mile High yeah. City, or maybe not Denver, but somebody somewhere high, like Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I moved somewhere out there and yeah, like yeah. didn't literally didn't focus on anything, just woke up and focus on training for this mountain Eat, in sleep, a year to do it. Mount Kilimanjaro. I guarantee you I can do it. Yeah. yeah. I Am I going to ever prove that? No, no. probably not. <laughs> I would have gone D1 if I'd hurt my knee in high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've always <laughs> really wanted to not go like climb Everest, but go at like the base of it. It looks like super pretty. Mm. Like uh, one of the professors at my college, he did a presentation to uh, my class. And he lived at the base of Mount Everest for three years with his family and did, like, he was a water resource engineer. It was really cool. It was really interesting. Really I was like, dude, that'd be sick. And he's like, yeah, they have internships out there. Like, you can go there for a summer and just, like, hang out. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. That is pretty yeah. cool. That's rad, yeah. dude. I'd do that. Yeah. Well, do you think you could ever, like, up and just dip to a new country like that? Uh, like, if you were had a structure of, like, an internship? You think no. you could just do that? Because I wouldn't want to leave all my like family and friends. If it was yeah. Lone Wolf, yeah. Yeah, it takes a special person to do something like that. Yeah, but yeah, if I was Lone Wolf, I feel like I could. But mm-hmm. yeah. it'd be cool. Like it'd be really cool to have that like life experience mm-hmm. to do that. If there's like more advanced traveling, like there would never be like a bullet train across oceans. But say there's something like that hypothetically that you could travel from there to California and like. 10 hours, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'd do it. But so, since so it takes like a day plane ride every time you have to do anything, then it's like, okay, screw it. So, that. what you're saying is if you had the uh, comfort blanket of coming of home. A bullet train. Yeah, <laughs> a bullet train, then you would do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. No, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I think I agree. Bullet trains are the future. Dude, bullet trains are a bunch of bull honking. Dude, they have them in Japan and stuff, dude. They're sick. No, I'm sure they are sick, but it's like, like it's like, why? The bullet train, it's like, I, I can't remember what it was. It was like, you could, go, you could go from like New York to like LA in like four hours with a bullet. No way. Something, I'll, I'll look it up, but it was something insane like that. Like, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. Yeah, that's almost unbelievable. Because they travel like 250 miles per hour or something like that. Well, I think or New York's faster. a little farther than uh, let me look at a thousand hours. Oh, you yeah. I'll look I mean, around. a thousand miles. Uh-huh. Well, it's like, like twenty five hundred or something. Yeah, yeah. So then, if you did that, then that's maybe I'm like chopping on the eight M- hours. Or, maybe I'm thinking. <laughs> maybe it wasn't across. Maybe I think it's from L A to Sacramento or L A Sacramento to L A would be like an hour. Like that. A lot of plane rides, are you? Well, yeah, it's like five hundred miles an hour. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, I'm going to look this up right now. Yeah, go for it. While you look that up, I'm going to get down to one of my one of my pet peeves. So, I've got a lot of pet peeves, but 
One of one of mine that I just kind of thought of the other day. You ever notice how every girl loves cows? No. <laughs> what? No, I've never noticed. That oh, ever. okay. Well, I'm speaking to the wrong <laughs> crowd then, I guess. But in my experience, there's not many girls that don't love cows, and it's like. Like you drive by or whatever, you drive by a field and she's like, oh my gosh, cows, I love cows. It's like, you do not love cows. Like, shut up. You do not <laughs> love cows. You love what you think a cow is, uh-huh. dude. Cows are behemoth beasts, dirty, foul animals, okay? Mm-hmm. They're a beast. They live, they're freaking wild animals, basically, half the time, okay? Uh-huh. Like the free range cows, they get to go do whatever they want. Cows are sketchy. Cows are like, like tweakers, bro. They're so unpredictable. Like you look into their eyes and you do not know what they are thinking at all. Not a thought going in, going on inside that brain. <laughs> oh, that poor, <laughs> poor Dylan, yeah. whatever his name is. <laughs> that sweet, sweet boy. Yeah, yeah. No, I've never no, noticed that before. Really? Yeah. Dude, I, I like guarantee everyone, like, likes cows, but they're not like obsessed with them. You know? No, but like a lot of girls are like, Oh my gosh, I love cows. Yeah. It's like, you don't love, trust me, you don't love cows. You love what you <laughs> think a cow is. Yeah. You think this you love cow those is. videos of the cows, cows jamming out to the guy on the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> so eat more chicken. You love that cow. <laughs> well, I researched it and apparently I was capping. It would take nine hours. Yeah. Well, that's still see, pretty good. I said eight. I said yeah. eight. And a plane ride takes like maybe six hours, five and a half from to LA to, to New York. From LA to New York. Yeah. But if you think of, like think about it, bullet trains would be a lot less expensive. Like a plane ticket would be like what, four hundred dollars cross country. It depends. Yeah, but if you hop on a bullet train like that, it might only be like fifty or a hundred bucks, you know? Yeah, that's possible. It's gonna revolutionize I mean travel. If they cut well, I think they they would be cool. Um when they figure them out better, uh-huh. but right now they cost like millions and millions and millions, if not yeah. billions of dollars to build. And they're a waste. Uh-huh. Hey, that's another thing. Elon's trying to figure out. He's trying the to do underground that. tunnels. He's trying to figure that out in uh, LA. Yeah. yeah. To cut down on traffic. Uh-huh. The board, the boring company. Yeah. 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 Dude, that guy's a goat. Yeah. He's a genius. He's goaded. But, um, what I was gonna say, Oh, I don't think a bullet train across the United States is a good idea. I don't think so. I think pollution wise, like going trying to go more green, I think it makes sense. I guess so, yeah. yeah but I feel like you'd have to, like, especially if it was just a straight shot, mm-hmm. like, you'd have to, number one, it, you're moving so fast that you can't, like, change direction easily. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to have a really straight path mm-hmm. there and back. Right, because you're moving yeah. so fast on the ground. A plane can move that fast because it's in the air; it's mm. floating around. It can get blown around. Well, I think it, could go, it doesn't have to go super straight. Like obviously, well, it can't go like this. Like can't make a huge turn, but it could go a little. Like, yeah, but if you draw a straight line from here to oh, New York, how many houses, how many car, yeah. or how many towns, yeah, how many buildings are in the way? Uh-huh. You can't carve well, around from that. I bet they probably follow like the highways kind of a little bit that would make sense because there's already kind of like a space like a route to go through you know yeah but what about the highways that cut straight through the middle of town well i th- I, I, I would imagine the rail is elevated not like a train on the ground you know because i think this uh bullet trains are like elevated tracks already in like japan mm. and stuff that's what i picture in my mind see i i see too many variables yeah I think it's that, a. I think it's a good thing to try to. I think maybe in like out. fifty, 
50, 60 years yeah. when they like get it figured out, yeah. maybe it's a good idea. But right now, oh, it, yeah. it's too inefficient. Like, like the risk, the cost versus the reward isn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I think there's a lot bigger things to figure out infrastructure-wise in America right now. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, it's, it's we have horrible, horrible infrastructure. It's all horrible. breaking down right now. Dude, our electronic uh, grid mm-hmm. is on three grids. Okay, Texas has its own grid. Yeah. One electric uh-huh. grid for Texas itself, mm-hmm. one for the east, and one for the yeah. west. Three grids control our entire country. If you turn off one of them, mm-hmm. dude, people die. Yeah. Like. Millions of people die uh-huh. if you turn off one, and if you turn off one, they all turn off, yeah. right? So, for for my engineering class I took this last semester, they they had the civil engineering like Society of America rank every aspect of America's infrastructure, and literally there wasn't one higher than a C minus on any of them. Most of them were D's. Well, yeah, because they were all built in like yeah. the turn of the century. And all of them were meant to last like sixty years, and they yeah, it's past sixty years now. So we're like, way past sixty yeah, years. So, dude, that's why I like. Done. And this sounds like a like a conspiracy propaganda, but it's not. China literally has hacked into our like they're they've they've prodded into our our grid, mm-hmm. and like the next world war isn't going to be on the ground. Isn't going to be. Like mm-hmm. fighting, it's gonna be EMPs shutting down stuff, yeah. people's infrastructure. Yeah. They don't even have to have an EMP; they could just bomb one of the grids, yeah. yeah, like one of the main control centers for the mm-hmm. grid, and we're lights out, dude. And they've got they've such got good infrastructure, like a lot of like uh, pavement technology and stuff. I learned about mm. in class. They have like they're like at the front end of everything right now when it comes to infrastructure. Like, well, they steal everybody's ideas. Yeah. Like they reverse engineer. I've I listened to a uh-huh. podcast the other day talking about how China and so like America's. I mean, obviously, I'm biased because I'm an American. Yeah. But like, I heard it explained as America does think they try to do things the right ish a noble ish way. Right, you try to come up with a solution yourself because we're a capitalist country. We've got so many different people working on so many different solutions. Eventually somebody's going to think of something that's going to be beneficial to us. Uh How China does it since they're not a capitalist country, they tell you what to do. They tell you what to work on and you work on that for the rest of your life. And what they do is they wait till somebody else makes something or makes a discovery Mm -hmm. And then they steal their intellectual property and then they reverse engineer it Mm -hmm. and then they make it better, which is scummy. But I mean, hey, if you can do it, you can do it. And um, yeah, because like like, here we have the freedom to do whatever you want to do. Pick what you want to grow up to be. China, someone who might have like studied, I don't know, liberal arts here or something is like. Oh, oh, you're yeah. There's no liberal yeah. arts in China. You're gonna be you a scientist. Right and you're gonna figure out this problem, make our country better. You know. Yeah. yeah. Yet they have the worst pollution out of yeah. any country in the world. Yeah. Crazy. That's a joke. Uh-huh. They're dirty. <laughs> that communist China's dirty, <laughs> man. I'm telling you. That's not even a like a right wing or left wing mm-hmm. hot take. Like that's literally just a fact of the matter. Mm-hmm. Is communist China is dirty mm-hmm. and everything that you don't as an American, everything you don't like China is like the opposite of good. Yeah. yeah. It, they contradict our values or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Hmm. No boy, no boy, no. Well, kind of going back to our uh, earlier conversations about extinct, an- like what extinct animals would be oh, cool yeah. to like see in other eras where we lived in another area. Mm-hmm. Era. Uh, what extinct animal would you wish you could bring back to today? You know, like bring back from the dead. Yeah, uh, I've got two: either the Irish elk. Ooh, or yeah, the saber toothed yeah. tiger. Uh-huh. So I, I, I'm hesitant to bring back the saber toothed tiger just because it's such an apex yeah. predator and it would rail everybody. Yeah. But the Irish elk would be sick would be to bring cool. back because it's uh, it's basically like that's like really huge one. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. like 13 feet yeah. at the shoulder. That'd be so cool. And then its wings or the the span of its antlers is like 12 feet. Mm-hmm. That's massive. Mm-hmm. Like how wide its antler is from tip to tip, that is insane. Yeah, I have two answers also. For like my first one was like if I don't want to like wreck us, like a cool kind of animal is mm-hmm. the woolly mammoth. I think would be really mm-hmm. cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, but if I don't care about if it's gonna like screw us up, the megalodon. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't, dude. Because I don't go in the ocean anyway. Who says the megalodon isn't already there? Well, that kind of goes back to earlier with the ecosystem thing. They. Kind of proved they died off because when the climate changed and it got uh, warmer, that killed off all those small things that at the bottom of the food chain. So Mm -hmm. one worked its way up and it kind of screwed over. Yeah, like all the phytoplankton and all the microorganisms. All the prey were faster and they were better. Like the great white shark was already a thing. They were getting all the stuff that the megalodon could have ate. So they didn't have enough stuff to eat and they went next They just starved out. Yeah. But imagine how cool that would be. It'd be, I wouldn't I want to be in the ocean, but watching the videos of it would be cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you right now, I would never, ever go in the ocean. If oh, yeah. that was like a confirmed, like, yeah, the megalodons are up. Yeah. Heck no, yeah. never go on a cruise, never go <laughs> anywhere, dude. Well, that would uh, ruin our, like, trading and shipping across the world with, like, ships, you know? Uh, is it attacking ships? Is it like I don't, actually? I don't know. Well, I don't think it would do. Well, think we'll about think it. Well, at first, it might because back in the day, there's those huge whales that it might mistake a bottom of a ship for a whale. Maybe. <laughs> but after it learns a few times, maybe. No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, don't dude. Know. Who says it's not still real? We've only explored was it three percent? I thought it was like eight percent. No, no, not even close. It's oh. like, dude. I've heard people say 3%, and then recently I heard somebody say 1% yeah. of the ocean. Have we explored, have we explored more, more of... Oh, never we've mind. explored <laughs> more of space than the ocean. I was going to say that, but no, we probably haven't. <laughs> space is like infinite. That's what they, that's what they say, yeah. but... That's what the that's smart people told us. That's what the... That's a theory. <laughs> it's not that, a law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I've heard that we've explored more of space than the ocean. Yeah. I don't know if I believe that one, but yeah, we haven't explored like pretty much any of the ocean. Yeah, well, and the thing about the ocean is that like we think about it in the uh, aspect of looking at a globe, right? Mm -hmm. But so deep. Yeah, but uh, maps and globes aren't like uh, scaled right. Aren't scaled right? So the land is so much bigger than the water. Mm -hmm. So the ocean as it relates to a globe mm-hmm. is like massive. Mm-hmm. It's gigantic and it's as deep, like in points it's deeper than the Mount Everest, Mount right? Everest yeah. is tall. That's so, so crazy to think about. Insane. Like what the like, heck what lives there? Yeah. What would live down there? Exactly. Yeah. 
Jack squibs or squids. Squid kick. Dude, if we found an alien octopus in the bottom of a freshwater Antarctic lake, uh-huh. what the heck is living at the bottom of Antarctica? I don't know. Some you know what I mean? shifters. Dude, crazy stuff. I wild stuff. I always I when I was a kid I used to think about what you would find if you could just drain the ocean for 24 hours and just look yeah. around. How cool that, that would, would be. That would be really cool. I wonder how many lost cities and civilizations there are in the ocean that we don't know about. Atlantis? Yeah. Not that, but like anything. No, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, dude, I bet you there's a ton. Because yeah. like the Pangea. Yeah. And it probably gets thing. covered up with like silt and stuff. Yeah. Even if it was like a significant amount of time ago, like it's covered up already. So it would be hard to even figure out, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Who knows? Who knows? Isn't that wild? Isn't that wild? (laughs) (laughs) Well? Ooh, actually, speaking of the ocean, I saw this cool news story yesterday. Mm, This guy, I think he was in some African country. I can't remember which one. But he was uh, fishing, Mm -hmm. and he caught a 2,000-pound marlin. And it's uh, it was worth two million. It was a two million dollar marlin. Why? But instead of because marlin is so expensive, like the oh meat really? is like a trophy fish or whatever. Really? Mm-hmm. So it was worth two million dollars, but instead of selling it, he shared it with this whole entire village, and they ate it. That's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my but entire life. If you're like not educated, like how are you no, gonna that, know? No, that is dumb. You deserve to be. Everyone in the comments is all. He could have sold that and yeah, fed his village sold for it. forever. Dude, he could have sold it and built a new town. Yeah. He could have been like Akon. You know how Akon has yeah, a town? Yeah, he built the new... T- uh, no, he doesn't have a town. He has a city. Or He's like a nation, a country. I think it's a city. Yeah, but it it's big enough to be like... And stuff? Yeah, it has the Akon, Akon coin. coin. <laughs> yeah. You invest in Akon coin? <laughs> no. No, it's in uh, Dubai. Or Mump. Oh, in, somewhere around there. Somewhere yeah. around there. Dude, it's it's bigger than some countries. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Akon's on a whole other level. Yeah, he's a mogul. Yeah. If I went there, you may say that I'd be locked up and they won't let me out. Locked up, <laughs> you won't let me out, no. Talk about a great song. Dude, I love Same. that song. Even when 6 9 got the remix, I don't care if it's 6 9 It was still good. It was still good, yeah. It was I'm still, still vibing. Yeah. yeah. I'm locked up, don't <laughs> let me out. It's a good song to vibe to when we got a little camping no. trips and stuff. Dude, I love that song. Yeah. It's one of my favorite yeah. hip-hop songs. That and... Workout by Jake. Oh, Cole. yeah. Facts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What's your favorite hip hop song? <laughs> My favorite rap song? Yeah. Uh, I have to go uh, Red Roses, Little Skies. Oh, really? Yeah, that's probably my favorite. I've probably heard it. I don't yeah. recognize it's it. It's like his first big song. Mm. Yeah. I was actually asking the audience, but you took oh, the sorry. hook and I was yeah. like, oh, I'll let it run. Yeah. It's like I'll Dora. Audience, audience, what's your favorite song? <laughs> Oh, that's really cool. Oh, that's a great song. <laughs> I like that song. I love those memes. It's all doors all. Do you see the ocean? It's like six-year-old me. Like the ocean's right there. You know? <laughs> the ocean. What are you talking about? It's right there. Where's the front door? It's swiper, right there. Swiper, no swiping. Swiper, don't swipe. Swiper's right there. <laughs> Dora, Gosh dang, you're Dora, such an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. What's your what's your top three albums of all time? Mm. Oh, dude, that's rough. 
I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do that. It's like asking me what my favorite movie is. Yeah. What's your? What, it's like asking yes. me what's your favorite child. What's my favorite child? <laughs> my first. <laughs> you ain't first or last. Yeah. So. I don't have any children, to <laughs> be clear. <laughs> that he knows of. Yeah, no, no, I know yeah, I don't have any you're children. You're dumb, Nick. I won't do that I know. You. Oh, my gosh. That was a big drop, dude. That was a dig. Say it again. Oh, nothing. <laughs> you're thinking it, too. No, yeah. well, I wasn't going to say yeah. it. I wasn't going to say it, <laughs> Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> Stay off the weed. <laughs> I don't like Stephen A. Smith. I love Stephen A. Smith. Makes sense. You know who I love more than Stephen A. Smith? Skip Bayless? Stephen B. Smith. Oh. Shout out Trevor. No, we're not shouting out <laughs> Stephen B. Smith. <laughs> I think you know what time it is. I think it's time to go get some Chipotle. Some Chipotle? What's your go-to Chipotle order for the audience? Dude, I get... I get a bowl. Uh-huh. I get white rice. I get black do, do beans. You double up on the white rice. Oh yeah, yeah double yeah. white. I get to, extra, yeah. extra yeah, yeah. white rice, black beans, uh, chicken. Mm-hmm. I go with uh, fresh, mild salsa, mm-hmm. fresh corn salsa. Yeah. yeah. Sour cream, cheese, lettuce, and a tor- uh, tortilla on the yeah. side. Mine's pretty similar. I, I go bowl, extra white rice. Uh, I go chicken. Uh, I go pinto beans. It depends. I go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Bowls, I'd say probably black beans, actually. Mm. Pinto beans are more of a burrito thing, you know? Mm, okay. Go, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I go corn salsa and cheese and sour cream and lettuce. I used to go guac, but when you put guac in your bowl, it just turns into like baby diarrhea, kind of. Yeah, dude, it's, it's all not guac. Good. Takes it's over. Just, yeah. And tortilla on the side. You it's know. like moosh. You started charging extra for the t- tortilla on the side. I know. I know. Jesus. I ordered one one time and they're all, oh, it's going to be extra. Is that okay? I was it's like, like well, how much is it? They're all 25 cents. I was like, Psh, give me that sucker. I'll let's, take two. Let's jump change. Yeah, what you talking about? <laughs> I'll double fist the tortillas. I got that easy. I got that easy, <laughs> got that man. easy money. I got that, I got that extra tortilla money. <laughs> hey, do you, do you remember that one time you saw E-40 in Sterling City? E-40? <laughs> Ooh. Hit the roadie, still with the roadie on. That's, that's not E40. That's uh, T Grizzly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> T Grizzly. Good times. Good times and tan lines. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good place yeah. to wrap it up. I'll know. I'll know. This is. This is I think it's a little shorter, shorter than last episode. episode. It's probably. No, I think it's a little longer. Really? Yeah. Oh crap! It's mm-hmm. nine twenty right now. Yeah, I know. Dang, this yeah, might this be. Might what was it like? like no, I thought it was like thirty-four hundred last time we stopped. Or was it twenty-four? I thought it was three. Oh. Well, you well, might be might getting be two-hour two episodes this time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. It's our pleasure. Right. It's been it's been my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Chick Fil A. It's my pleasure. Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. I don't. I doubt you made it this far, but if you did, I hope you have a blessed mm-hmm. day. We got a lot got of a lot good topics good down. down. A lot of a lot more just hypothetical questions, questions this time, but we ran, ran with it, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And stay tuned because. We do have a very uh, wild individual to interview coming up. We do. So yeah, we do. So uh-huh. be on the lookout uh, for our next or the podcast yeah. after that. And uh, we got spring, we got spring break, break coming up this week, so we might get a bonus episode in, mm. maybe even two, depending mm. on what we're doing. We have the extra yeah. time now. But uh, literally, keep your eyes and your ears. Keep don't your clo- eyes don't peeled. close your, uh, your ears. <laughs> don't close your ears. Keep your eyes peeled and your ears open yeah. for the next podcast. Yeah. Uh, well, that too. And the next when we have our guest interview, because that's going to be 
It's gonna be Sweet. wild. You guys are gonna love that. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, I think we're like, what, 23 listeners strong, our app told us? 25. 25. Hey. Yeah. Okay, I see ya. All y'all. And, All y'all. And our German listeners went up. Oh, it did? Yeah. I, so think, we've got a few. I think they're talking to each other. Yeah, they might. Yeah. We appreciate um, you guys, too. I don't know German, but if I did, I'd be like, uh, Guten Tag. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a... Guten Tag? Oh, does that, does that mean good? No, I think that's a different good language. Job. Nice. Google Translate. Nine. Nine. I think that's no. That's no. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> this uh, this, uh, is, this the, is the Isn't That Wild, wild podcast, podcast, and uh, we are signing off. Signing out. Peace. Peace. Peace.